Support for the PWT cast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package is the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 7 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off, a whole-ass 20% off, and free worldwide shipping uh, with the code PWTCAST at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, it's about 14 million balls. All right? So uh, if you have balls, head on over to Manscaped and use promo code PWTCAST for 20% off and free worldwide shipping. Uh, And now, on to the show. The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Scrump! Bang, bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 190 of the PWT cast. My name is Scrump. And I am his hetero life mate, Drew. This is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We're this podcast right here on this feed for free every Monday. If you already aren't, make sure you're following us over on social media. We're at PWTCast on Instagram and Twitter. Give us a like, give us a follow, give us a retweet. And uh, hey, if you want some more content, head on over to Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash PWTCast. Uh, for you $10 and up members, it'll be a, a action-packed week for you. This Wednesday will be an episode of Scrum's Detective Agency with myself and Vivian. And uh, this Friday for you know for everybody else, um, an episode of Scrum's Family Video, uh, myself and Joe, Hot Topic Joe, we're going to be talking about the prequel to uh, X. And we're talking about Pearl. And uh, yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll hear my dissertation on how this movie, uh, how I was lectured, how, you know, I'm glad you're one of those guys that, that those their favorite movies isn't one of those Joker like movies, you know, the Jokers, the Fight Club, Wolf of Wall Streets. And I'm like, no, babe, don't worry. I'm not one of those dudes. Then you watch Pearl, and it may or may not be the female equivalent of the Joker movie. You'll have to listen to find out. Uh, but of course, like like I mentioned, patreon.com forward slash PWTcast for, for that fun stuff. Um, a little bit of uh, a change in, in, in the schedule. You know, card is subject to change, much like with wrestling. Everything is wrestling. Um, originally, we advertised an episode of the, the first Fast and the Furious. Uh, we couldn't make that work, so that'll come out at a later time. Um, so next week... Next week is actually going to be somewhat of an experimental week. Uh, it'll be uh, music week over here uh, at the at the PWT cast. Uh, in as much as uh, for Scrum's Detective Agency, myself and uh, cousin Jeremy, uh, Jeremy Zaha, former guest on the show, he was just on here not too long ago. Uh, we will be reviewing Old Brother or Art Thou. Uh, Cohen Brothers music, fucking so good. You know, uh, one of the finer Clooney movies. Um, but along with that uh i've been i've been wanting to experiment for for a while now uh it it, honestly it stems from i don't remember which episode it was but it was one episode in which drew and i were talking it might have been on air it's either on air or off air um but it came out that he drew is a big fan of atmosphere just like myself Mm -hmm. just like myself and jay just like max caster as well all three of us you know scissor me yeah daddy drew um but that came out. Yeah, I think I, I think I dropped it as a Raven one week, and you were like, "What?" I I believe that's what it was. Yeah, you talked about it over yeah. on the draft pod, and I was just like, "Wait, what the fuck?" I was like, "How have we not talked about this?" Because um, <laughs> one of us may or may not have gotten a atmosphere tattoo that he had to get covered up because it did not look good. 
um, because he got it when he was 15 in some dude's basement. Uh, You decide which one that is. Yeah, you you decide which one of a you decide which one of us had fifteen got uh fuck you Lucy and don't you ever fucking question that tattooed on them and subsequently covered up. Uh yeah. but yeah, I've been wanting to do something music related for, for, for a while now. And so uh at some point we were recording a sort of pilot episode um you know of, of this sort of music project that, that I'm sort of working on. It might become its own thing. You know, I'm I'm pretty much just just gonna be open to feedback. You know, hearing from everyone. I think the working title is gonna be Scriff Radio. <laughs> uh, possibly, uh, still yeah. working title. It's uh, it, it was one of those one of the bummer things. And listen, it might still happen. Was um, like whenever I think about like a new show or something, or I want to rebrand something. Which also huge fucking shout out to to Data to to Chris. Chris Ayalan, who's who's been on here before, Data. He, you know, the, this uh, wonderful new logo. I, I just, I didn't even say anything. You know, I just was like, "Fuck it," just dropping, debuting it. You know, yeah. um, and so yeah, look, uh, be on the lookout very soon at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash pwt guest for some fun stuff. And you patrons will be getting a lot more fun stuff. I can, you know, I can reassure you that I'll have to check in on shirt sizes and addresses and things like that, but. Um, yeah, no, one of the things whenever I'm just like, oh, much like I do, I all the time, I was just like, this would be a great idea for a show. And I start thinking of things for this music mm-hmm. one. Again, the working title, oh, the second working title uh, <laughs> was uh, a Scrumps Music Box or Scrumps, yeah. some Scrumps Mixtape, something, something Scrumps, because of course, uh, you know. But then I was like, yeah. I was listening to music in the car and like three, six mafia came on and I was like, oh, I can do a parody of the three, six mafia logo. The only thing is it's like it, like 14 letters is way too long to do one single line of text, you know? So I may, yeah. I may have to, you know, I don't know, another band or artist or groups fucking logo, or maybe something original. I don't know yet. That is for, uh, that is for, uh, Juan of the Dead, Juan Ortiz, to, 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 for he and I to, to collab on. But um, yeah, next week, you know, and I'll probably just drop it for free just so everyone can listen and sort of, you know, give their feedback. Um, yeah, it'll be hopefully fun. Hopefully you guys will like it. And if not, then fuck you guys. I'm going to fucking keep doing it anyway. I've already I've already <laughs> mapped out a year's worth of shows. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, so, I guess if, if anything, you could just do the scrums part in the... Uh... Three Six Mafia logo, and then just just a different font for you know, but that's for Juan to decide. That's for Juan to decide. I also realized I could just do the PWT cast in that because PWT cast is seven. You know, it's it's seven letters as opposed to fucking thirty seven in in the other one. You know, it'd be the yeah. very it'd be the longest fucking text. Like I, and again, that's that's one of those because of like because I mean. I don't, I'm not a graphic artist, graphic designer, but working so close with it, um, I always do try to be cognizant of that where it's like nobody wants to fucking wear something that's like fucking so big or so gaudy and stuff like yeah. that, you know? Um, but yeah, hopefully, you know, again, figure figure something out with that. Hey, I, very quickly too, I did want to, you know, this is uh, this is sort of a milestone episode and it's 190. Um, I believe... Yeah. You know, if we're ten episodes away from getting Bautista, yeah. Oh, Big Dave, Big Dave's coming back soon. Um, <laughs> yeah, like if I hadn't taken realistically, I'm thinking about it. I'm just like, yeah, if I hadn't taken 
uh, like all that time off, it would probably we'd probably already be at episode two hundred. Yeah, because um, I think it took about like a month, maybe maybe like two months. I don't fucking remember exactly how much time I took off, but there were other fucking uh, there was like two other episodes that I had missed prior to that, and um, yeah, so we'd almost be there. But I mean, again, none, nonetheless, though, you know, I'm, I'm I'm trying to plan some fun stuff. You know, even leading up to episode two hundred, I've yeah, I've reached out to some people. You know, within the world of wrestling, um, you know, within the world of music, and just sort of just trying to you know. I'm gonna try and beef beef this bad boy up. Not that you won't hear these episodes, these solo episodes of Drew and I, um, but just you know, try to try to beef this boy up, you know, and in in leading up to episode 200 as well as so again because of the hiatus, the way it works uh-huh. out is July 17th, I believe, is episode 200, and then exactly two weeks later is the four year anniversary, like of of the actual show um which i gotta say too like it's fucking wild to me that this has been going on for four years that like for four years now i've you know i've been podcasting and you know and listen by all means you know this i'm not gonna go on a giant fucking soliloquy on 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 it but like i do appreciate fucking everyone because there's you know whether whether you're fucking jesse kolenberg who you know he's been around since fucking episode one um or you're Steve Grows Weed, you know, who just sort of started listening and stuff like that and very quickly has become a, a friend of the show. Shout out Steve Grows Weed. Um, but I appreciate it all, you know. Like, I know some people, again, you every Monday, if I can, Drugs Delaney, for the past four years, you know, essentially every Monday, you know, he's just like, yeah, brand new podcast and stuff like that. And that stuff is always so fucking greatly appreciated. You know, anyone, anyone who's ever, you know, again, listened to an episode, bought merch, fucking retweeted, reposted, like that stuff is very greatly appreciated. And, yeah. uh, again, going like episode 200, you know, or, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to keep going until, you know, um, until Tony Khan says stop. <laughs> And forces me to stop, you know. Um, but yeah, no. Again, just wanted to give a, a huge shout out to all you wonderful friends of the show. Yeah, shout out friends of the show for sure. Yeah, no, uh, for sure. Um, hey, also happy Mother's Day. I don't know how many mothers are listening right now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, happy. I say about seventy. Seventy. Seventeen. Seventeen. Yeah. I don't even. Well, yeah. I mean, Lucy's probably. I think Lucy listens. So we got one. So we got one. Oh, yeah, we got at least one. Hopefully, <laughs> I know Vivian's a cat mom. You know. Oh, there you go. Which, hey, I, I also again, I don't. I everything's just sort of mixed up because I I have so many different um, conversations on air, off the air. I don't ever. I'm like Doctor Manhattan. You know, time works different for me. Uh, oh, that's a fun mm-hmm. one. I haven't, I haven't name dropped Doctor Manhattan. I only, I only fucking reference Doctor Manhattan if I'm depressed or if I'm like uh, talking about time. Um, yeah. Much like with the leftovers. So, have you ever seen me post leftovers or Watchmen? You know, it's one of the two. Um, you just did yesterday. Yeah, you can guess. Yeah, I posted both leftovers and Watchmen. So someone was <laughs> in a mental spiral, but I'm good. You know, shout out Keith. Um, yeah, no, I was, uh, um, uh, oh, I confirmed it to them. So last, it was also last week. Hey, if, if you, if you already haven't go back and if you, you know, if, uh, I, I joined, 
um, waiting Neil Flanagan and WH Park uh, over at Post Wrestling. I just Im- I impromptly joined them to to review Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, which was awesome. I legitimately almost cried about three times. Like there was three times in talking about it where I like almost fucking started crying and I had to. Oh, leave. just talking about it. Yeah, just talking. I was gonna say. I definitely legitimately cried more than that. Oh no, I I cried. I in, during the actual movie, I cried at least five times. Like yeah, and like active. Oh my god, <laughs> we will get into it right now. But um, yeah, yeah I was a, I was you know I, I did the review with them. Go listen to that over at postwrestling.com. But I mentioned to them that I was like, oh yeah, I was like, I am for sure going to the Forbidden Poor, uh, Forbidden Door. Um, I'm turning 30 this year and it's, it was one of the things where I originally I was like, you know what I'm going to do I was like, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to host a funeral for my twenties. I'm going to, I'm going to throw something and it'll be fun. And, um, and that's just kind of a lot of work, <laughs> you know, it's a lot of work and then money and but I, somebody else throws a party for you. Like if someone else does it for me, that's great. That's awesome. And Tony Khan was like, I got you. I'll throw you a party. Yeah up in toronto um and then you know fucking brayden and and davy they took it a step further they said we got you we'll also throw you a fucking party uh in 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 the form of and john away we're like you know what we'll also throw you an after party exactly like mm. (laughs) i very quickly became you know the prettiest girl at the ball and so you know i was like fuck yeah like let's do this um so yeah so myself vivian and uh drew you know, the, mm-hmm. the Scrumpamania 30 worldwide tour, you know, it starts in Chicago, uh, does not go to Dayton. I, I no. don't, I don't know why I've been saying Dayton. Um, and you know, it'll stop in Ohio and then, you know, it'll go back to Toronto, uh, Toronto and, uh, yeah, I'll be up there. So if, if any of you guys are listening, if any of you guys are going to be there, um, you know, let's, let's fucking, let's hang out. Let's, let's chat. Let's, uh, let's take a picture to, um, because yeah, it's I'm gonna be spending I'm gonna turn thirty in Canada. You know? Man, what a great feeling. Yeah, it's gonna be a worldwide affair because everyone from all over the country coming to Canada, you know. All over the world. All over all over the world, essentially. Yeah. Like fucking you know, Neil, Neil Flanagan. Neil Flanagan, yeah. This guy's flying in from you know, from Ireland to just to come see just because me. Because it's your birthday. Just yeah, just because it's my birthday. <laughs> Um, there's no other reason he's going no other reason he he wasn't even aware Forbidden Door was going on that weekend uh, yeah. but yeah so we'll be up in Canada and stuff like that um, so you know make sure to say hi but uh, Drew you like we mentioned so you watched Guardians of the Galaxy um, Volume 3 yeah. and I know some people probably still haven't watched and I do want to do an actual like review of it I, I mean Jesse's you know went so far as to request one um, yeah. And whatever Jesse wants, Jesse gets. So we'll definitely do that. But uh, what were just some of your like non-spoilery, you know, thoughts on the movie? Oh man, when all those people died. Um... Can you believe they brought <laughs> Iron Man back? That was fucking. That was ballsy to do in a Guardian. To die again? <laughs> yeah, just bring him back just to die again. I was like, oh come on. I'm just so sick of these multiverses, you know. Yeah. Um, no, I. It was a. Uh... It was really good. Like I, you know, I made the promise that I would see it by next, you know, this week's show, and I did. And yeah, man, like it was totally worth it. Um, I ended up going by my lonesome, and I was actually super glad I did because I was fucking sobbing at certain parts. And um, man, it was just such a fucking 
beautiful movie. And like, like I said, the fact that, well, I don't want to say that, but like considering what happens in that movie, like it, it's, it, it was just such an, it was such a nice, like love letter to friendship and like, even, you know, getting over grief and, uh, you know, even like a relationship, like it, it, like if you went through anything, like there's something that like tugs at you in this movie. There's some sort of storyline between all these fucking seven guardians. So I think it's seven, but like, uh, yeah, like it was like you, you felt something coming out of that. If you didn't, you're a soulless son of a bitch. <laughs> I mean, and, and one of the things too, that like I sort of, I, I got into when we did the, when I did the guardians review, uh, over at post yeah. was the fact that it like, it makes certain things in the first movie. Like, so specific, specifically with rocket. I mean, it's, it's no, it's, it's no secret, you know, like they show rockets origins and stuff like that and him getting experimented on. And, oh man, I'm getting emotional now. I'm thinking about it. We're like in the first movie where, uh, when they're on nowhere and you know he's already and there's like a bar fight with him and Batista and Quill comes to break it up you know and he's like he called me a monster he called me a creation like I'm not like you know like he's he's so offended he's so fucking angry yeah. and within the context now of what happens it's just like oh shit you know like um of course you know he lost his family or even in um uh you know at the beginning of Endgame where you know yeah. the, uh, the 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 Milano fucking comes and the only people to get off there are Nebula and and Tony you know and there's the, the scene where Rocket just sits down and him and Nebula just you know they hold hands like they've lost everybody like there's just, there's mm-hmm. so many callbacks whether intentional or not like from this movie that just it makes me appreciate them so much more and that and that's and that's sort of what I love like about. Uh, you know like these mcu movies in particular like say what you will some people love them some people like some people like wes love them you know love them fucking so much oh love them yeah yeah um and other people are just sort of like he just he just just appreciates like when people put a lot of money behind a movie you know he knows that's the like i mean like I get it, you know. Like there's people like Wes that love Star Wars, love Marvel movies, yeah. you know. And there's some people that enjoy like like me and you. We enjoy like actual, you know, like like John Woo films and stuff like that, like actual yeah. cinema. Um, yeah. But I mean, hey, it again, everyone, you know, Shaw people, Brothers. Yeah, Shaw Brothers, um, John yeah. Woo. Um, but again, and there's been somewhat like of a superhero fatigue where some people are just sort of like, ah, eh, they're over it. But you watch something like this, and again, like it makes you appreciate that, like when you when you fucking when you when you let a fucking filmmaker do film mm-hmm. like it pays off like james gunn there's a reason james gunn has been handed the keys you know to sort of dc and uh, i mean that's because they don't they don't really know what to do but you know aside from <laughs> that it's like he's a good filmmaker he he knows what he's doing um and again you look at these three guardians movies you know again say what you what you will about them but like to me they've always stuck out uh you know from the mcu in as much as like they have they have heart in a way that the others don't not, not that the other ones don't, you know, the other ones are pretty emotional, you know, I mean, shit, you know, the, the last Spider-Man movie, like, like you want to talk about crying, like, Oh my God, there was so much throughout that movie where, you know, it, it brought out emotions. Um, but you know, again, and sometimes you have something like a, like a love and thunder, which like has all the tools, 
should be good. And it sort of just feels like, uh, you know, very like falls flat. Um, but again, you know, that's just that's just to say that, you know, again, if, if for whatever reason you haven't already watched this movie, like definitely go out of your way to watch it. Um, you know, like some people are saying like, oh, the, the Guardians trilogy is, is, is the best of those trilogies. I would disagree only because I vehemently hate the second one. Um, mm-hmm. like out of the, to me, the second one's not good aside from the Ravager funeral at the end. Um, but, um, yeah, like, you know, it's, and I, again, this isn't like, uh, this isn't a, a, an impromptu draft pod, you know, but I, I definitely think like Captain America has the best trilogy followed by Spider-Man followed by, you know, Guardians after that. Like there's, it, it's a strong trilogy. Sure. But um to me it's just the, those spider-man and, and captain america films like just i think we've talked about that before i should write that on the board the trilogies i don't i can't remember if we did that or not oh the oceans trilogy is going up there yeah hmm. yeah but That's no a good idea. it uh yeah. um but yeah, I, I kind of agree with that. Yeah, there is kind of a, like the low point, uh, as good as this one was, which I, to me, I think it's, I was really doing some math and I think a lot, a little bit of it is just like just seeing it. So, it, you know, I definitely want to get some rewatch and some time behind it. But like, I feel like this is definitely like creeping up into, if not low top five, I think top 10 for me, like for sure out of that, like it's, it was such a good movie and like such an emotional ride that was just like, it, like you said, it goes beyond like superhero. Like this is just like great storytelling and great filmmaking. Yeah. It's, I, and it's funny you say like rewatch. Um, Cause if you just go on TikTok, like there is so much, you know, like again, one of the, oh, fuck. Oh, that, that seemed to be without spoiling it. There's a, I bet we were a lot of fun, like you wouldn't believe. One of those things <laughs> where, <laughs> uh-huh. again, it's like, again, all things considered, it's just like, oh, wow, this means a lot fucking more, you know, especially, again, a week after having seen it and stuff like that. But even that, it's just yeah. one of these beautiful scenes where, like, like a lot of people, sort of myself included, were kind of like, eh, like, you know, we're we're sort of over Chris Pratt. Um, you know, maybe it's sort of time to move on. And after this, I'm like, you know what? I want more fucking Star Lord. Like, yeah. you know, again, it's it's just it's one of those things where I'm like, oh yeah, he fuck again. He showed up. He understood the assignment. He he fucking, you know, which is with with that scene alone. And I'm not gonna say what what anything more about that specific yeah. scene, but just that is a scene, you know, that I I see keep coming up, you know. Uh, I bet we were a lot of fun, like you wouldn't believe. And I'm like, fuck, there it is. There's there's the fucking yeah. the actor, you know, not just the the guy who's showing up to to get a paycheck. But um, yeah, no, it's it's awesome. I I hope he returns to the franchise. Uh, yeah. If only if only we knew if he were going to return. If only, if only we knew anything about the legendary Star Lord returning. Yeah. Um, hey, speaking about com- about returning to a franchise, though, here's yeah. this here's this fucking loser running back with his tail tucked between his legs because he can't get a franchise off the ground. Uh, I'm of course talking about Dwayne the Rock Johnson. 
<laughs> I don't know why I call them a loser. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's been it's been a little funny seeing uh, his hubris get the best of him. You know, the the Rock has been hum- definitely been humbled uh, in the sense of he for a while he was this. Um, uh, he was the franchise maker or whatever he claimed himself to be. Right? Yeah, like, it was something like like uh, he breathed new life into franchises. Uh, yeah. Which, like, in hindsight, I'm like, I don't know necessarily if that's really true because, like, G.I. Joe didn't go anywhere. Uh, uh, Race to Space Mountain didn't go anywhere. Uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth didn't go anywhere. Like, uh, but, you know, again, he was... He was there's already somebody else playing Hercules. Exactly, yeah. Um, but uh, you know, most recently there was all the drama. We talked about it, all the drama between Warner Brothers and and you know Dwayne the Rock Johnson in terms of all the the Black Adam stuff, where it didn't fucking work out, and you know the Rock kept trying to. He was just sort of trying to gaslight WB into like. No, no, no. It, it, to say like, no, yeah, it was super successful, and it was just like, no, by all metrics of everything in which metrics are used to determine what is and what is not successful, like your movie was not a success. And again, he just he was not having it, and mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you know that led to a pretty messy breakup between the two, and and um, I guess he sort of just you know trying to be relevant again I, I don't know if it's fair to say like relevant but um yeah he's returning to the fast franchise uh i don't know within what context but it came out that like oh yeah he's in this newest movie uh sorry if i'm spoiling it for you but like i've seen it everywhere like everyone like he was just like yeah like i'm back everyone's like yeah he's back i guess he just showed up to like the the premiere in rome or wherever the fuck they were and was like yeah i'm back um Dude, I gotta say, watching that Fast X trailer, that thing looks like complete garbage. Yeah, I um, like the effects don't even look good. There's a there's a th- no. there was a thread on 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 TikTok that I've seen, uh, where I, the basic premise is, uh, at what point did you just give up on the franchise? And it's people posting these ridiculous sort of things. Like the, I, I, the, the video that the guy uses is I believe in fast six. I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I can't tell you which one, but I believe he said it was fast six. Um, Letty gets thrown mm-hmm. out of a car and then Dom crashes his car and then jumps out via this car crash and then grabs Letty midair, and then they crash into a car, and both suffer absolutely zero damage. Not even like winded. Um, <laughs> and there was like another one where like the rocks like they need me, and he he has a cast on his arm, and he just rips it off. Um, I'm going to say everything post uh, the third one. Like I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say when I saw the trailer for the first one. <laughs> Really? So I like the first one. I would say I, I like the first one. I I like the second one. The third one is also like it's good. It, like those three are are sort of good. I guess to me when fucking you know, what it, I was gonna say you know what it was for me like you know we always talk about like dad movies right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like to me like when I when that came out I was just like oh this is like just a new generation dad movie. Where it's just like, yeah, cars, cars and superheroes. 
Um, yeah. Yeah, no, like I... I really only ever fucking cared about those three. And then I remember, I remember the fourth one coming out, but not watching, like just not caring at that point. I did not care about this franchise. It was one of those like, nah, like you, you sort of, you told a story that you had to fucking tell. It just felt a little like prostitution of the franchise at this point. And for me, what was the breaking point was the fifth movie, um, which is the first one with the rock. Mm-hmm. And specifically, uh, because I was working oh, at the movie theater. Yeah, that fucking loser. Uh, 100% he's going to come back to wrestling. This guy needs fucking relevance again. He's going to come back. I'm telling you now. Rock versus Roman at like SummerSlam or something. Just, you know, on your left. Yeah. Just remember that. On your left. Uh, <laughs> what do you call it? Um, no, and, and again, I've talked about it ad nauseum. So apologies if you've already heard of this. But um, yeah, like when I worked at the movies, it was always just one of the annoying things where um, they, ha- and I'm sure they factored it in now. But when I was working there, they, like, if you're working as an usher, you know, you come in afterwards to clean, you had a little schedule that says, you know, auditorium. Like it, it the, the times basically the shows are letting out, you know? So it's like, all right, uh, at noon, auditorium uh, four is letting out. And then, you know, uh, at 12.15, Auditorium, t- you know, 12 is, is letting out. And then, and, 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 and so on and so on. So you go and clean. Um, they hadn't factored in the post-credits of movies. Because, again, at this point, it was only really <sighs> Hulk, Iron Man, and Iron Man 2 that had come out. Mm-hmm. And so they hadn't factored that in. And so it was one of those things where you'd, you'd be like, well people are staying after the credits to watch. So you can't clean up. You go from having like 15 minutes to clean up to like five minutes, you know, it just became one of those like super annoying things. And, um, with the fast and with with the fast five, I can tell you exactly what happens. It's the fucking, um, the, the movie ends with Don Omar and, um, Tego Calderon, uh, who are part of the fran? I don't know if they're still part of the franchise. At one point, they just were. I don't know what they did. Like I, I don't know. They just showed up at a certain point, and they were part of the fucking franchise. Um, they, uh, they're on a fucking boat because they're all celebrating all this money that they just stole, I believe, or or won. I don't know. But you know, they're on a boat, and there's this one song by Don Omar that plays called Danzo something and it plays like you know if you heard it but like it plays or whatever and they're on the boat and the credits start to play and then here comes a fucking credit scene where it's uh eve mendez she's like looking through a file or whatever and she's just like oh my god like you know we we found out who it is or whatever and the rock's like oh who let me see and he takes the file and he opens it up and it's fucking letty you know michelle rodriguez coming back and like that took like an extra fucking 10 minutes so because of that i was like fuck this i hate these fucking stupid movies um (laughs) which again is probably a really rather silly reason to not like the franchise but um no i don't know because of the fucking after credit scene that took forever like come on save Uh, save after credits for marvel movies you know um yeah absolutely yeah try to try to be fucking don't be a copycat yeah well i mean the marvel movies copy those shaw brothers films first because they were the ones with the yeah. post-credit scenes um but the shaw brothers copied the marvel movies <laughs> exactly they fucking copied it i mean listen it's not you know it's fine to be original i mean sometimes you can always go you can always go back to what works you know yeah like it's 
that's that's one of those things where it's just um yeah it's just it, it's but it, you know uh that's that's also a, that's a very long-winded wordy way of getting around to speaking about going back to the original um it's sort of one of the worst kept secrets because everyone just keeps talking about it as if it's already going to happen like Meltzer's talking about it you know sean rasap and everyone but of course the 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 alleged impending return of one cm punk um and yeah. i don't know if you if you noticed or if you saw this week but uh you know, because everyone's saying like, "Oh, he's gonna come back and feud with Chris Jericho." He's gonna come back and feud with Chris Jericho, which is, I guess, why Chris Jericho is like, uh, like on dynamite and stuff. It's like, I don't want to work here anymore. I don't want to work here anymore. Uh, he's like afraid of Adam Cole because I guess that happened. Something, something like that happened backstage. I don't know. And Tony's never talked about it. Uh, but uh, I guess he's who. I guess CM Punk has been pitching for for his comeback feud to be against uh samoa joe which uh i don't know if you're aware back in ring of honor it was this like small company that used to be around uh-huh. uh they had a series of matches that uh were pretty popular you know these yeah it was a, i've heard yeah it was a trilogy of matches between the two and uh i am pretty fucking excited about that if that is the case um that was back before uh ring and honor ring of honor knew what a fucking white balance was <laughs> that was before ring of honor knew what a lot of stuff was um <laughs> but yeah no the, you know i'm i'm again i'm pretty excited at the prospect of uh you know those two possibly getting back into the ring with each other like um mm-hmm. you know specifically with samoa joe like i feel like this is the hottest well you know this year you know sort of the hottest that he's been in a, in a very long time, you know, like um, his feud with Darby and Wardlow sort of like brought out, you know, that, that side of Joe that like everybody, you know, everyone is a big fan of and stuff like that. Um, and admittedly, I've, I've not been watching many, if much, if any ring of honor television. I know right now they're teasing like a feud with, with him and, and Zack Sabre Jr. Um, as they're both television champions, you know, um, with of New Japan and Ring of Honor respectively, but um, I think that'd be fucking awesome if you do Samoa Joe versus CM Punk four in Chicago, um, like that. You know that that is definitely to to you know to go from you know the fucking I, I, I don't even know what venues they, they did it you know here in Chicago, but to go from whatever small <laughs> shitty ven- venue it is to like hypothetically probably the probably arena or whatever the what what is it the cicero gymnasium or whatever uh, there was then that like, like mlw always runs and stuff i don't believe it was there was a, there was a there was another one out in one of the suburbs where the ring of honor shows that i went to were out there not in cicero uh fuck. someone will know um yeah but i mean to go from like that to again a possibly you know either the sears center or the united center you know or i don't maybe winter i don't think they'd do it the show at winter but you know again going from from those shows to to those like that's got to be fucking awesome and especially to i think i i think that would just be something hot you know to that people would want to see um i'm i don't i don't know i might be in the minority i'm not necessarily clamoring for uh for a CM Punk Chris Jericho feud, you know, I, I was around for the first one, and then for the second one, and uh, you know, at that time, I remember I specifically went down to WrestleMania 
to because it was like them it was it was jericho versus punk and cena versus rock once in a lifetime that was the only time they were ever going to do it so i was like well fuck, yeah i need to go you know and that was my first wrestlemania that i ever went to i believe it was like 20 27 maybe 28 um and i remember punk and jericho having an okay match and then they had like a rematch the the next month um also just an okay match and then when punk left after his match with the uh, the undertaker and then came back in chicago which I, I was there for that one too uh it was fine you know like i don't know they for and that just happens sometimes like i i remember specifically like kevin owens and aj styles like who are two who are two of my favorite wrestlers like all their matches fucking suck together like for whatever reason like <laughs> yeah. some people just don't have like chemistry with one another and i and i feel that way about punk and jericho um i don't know you know yeah it was a i feel like it was a good feud but the matches were kind of subpar yeah and i don't know uh, you, like it's a lot of you know there's a lot of good shit talk and everything going up to it and like you know jericho and this pouring the whiskey down his throat and all that shit and um you know it's interesting but didn't really pay off in the ring no not really and you know i i think it's because especially and now too they're like they're older you know and, yeah. and like i don't know i just i don't know it it, yeah. it feels a little wcw to me honestly yeah it's a little uh like it's fine when uh only one person has lost a step <laughs> a step but when two people have <laughs> it's not gonna be good it's gonna be like watching one of those old fucking saudi shows <laughs> uh yeah basically but i don't know you know hopefully hopefully again if he comes back it'll be him versus joe because that'll be fun um and but you know this uh this week's episode of Dynamite was, you know, I had people talking because, of course, you had Thunder Rosa come back, Miro come back, which Miro I'm excited for because Miro is someone who uh, was like, again, this guy's on a fucking hot streak just, like, running through dudes. Um, yeah. And then disappeared and then came back. and then Dude just has, like, that, like, he just gets over in whatever he does. Like even even in WWE, like you, whatever they gave him, he fucking got over. Like as much as they tried for him not to, like he still got fucking over. And it's the same thing. Like when he joined AEW, he's just fucking like the dude has it, and I'm excited. I I don't know what show he's gonna land on, but th that's definitely somebody to fucking watch. Like he's he could definitely headline some some things. Yeah, he, you know. He, he sort of got uh he sort of got fucking stuck with again like this i don't want to say like repetitive but almost like a repetitive gimmick in that like oh now he's just rusev but like an aew and because of you know the the freedoms of aew um you know he's mm. able to cut these like awesome fucking promos that in wwe it's like whoa 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 you know he can't cut a promo. He can't say anything yeah. besides Rusev Day, um, and I think the last the last time he last time he wrestled was the last Forbidden Door when he was in that like Fatal Four Way match for the the uh, international title. It was like him, uh, Alistair Black, Pack, and mm. 
somebody, <laughs> uh, somebody. somebody who probably took the pin. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm excited. I'm excited to see him back because again, like, and, 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 you know, Tony came out and he made an announcement for an announcement, um, which like, <laughs> I mean, that's, that's what it was, you know, but, uh, allegedly, you know, there was rumors of a new T a new TV deal that they made, um, which next Wednesday is the, uh, the WB upfronts where they, where they, you know, will sort of announce these things. Um, but yeah, you know, like Tony, you know, Tony said like, Hey, you know, there's, uh, there's so many people and not enough time. Like, you know, we need more, we need another show and I'm sort of for it because again, like dynamite is, it, it, it's just too short of a show and the format yeah. in which they do rampage is sort of like, it's become their Sunday night heat, you know, whether, yeah, yeah I mean, it, that's, that's what it's become. Like it, it, again, it, it went from having the likes of like you know like CM Punk and like in the main event and Box in the main event to sort of just you know and again it, it sucks. It's beyond their fucking control. Like all these sports games going on, like they have to, like I don't you know they they sort of had to move everything around and stuff like that. Um, but I guess Collision, you know, if if it's to be true, it's going to be like on a Saturday. Um, yeah. Which I mean, hey. You know, like maybe it works out. I don't. I don't know. Again, I'm not someone like, you know. I mean, Monday you have fucking Monday is Raw, Tuesday is Dynamite or Tuesday is NXT, Wednesday is Dynamite, Thursday is Impact, Friday is SmackDown. Like, I guess Saturday is you know, the 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 one fucking time you can really do something. Um, I don't know. It's just it's it's pretty confusing, really. Uh. As, as, and, and as far as like why they chose Saturday, but uh, I'm hoping again, I'm hoping that they're able to to make both shows compelling. You know, yeah. I mean they're gonna have to, especially to, and it's not even to get eyeballs away from other stuff on Saturday. It's just the eyeballs to be to to stay home on a Saturday night. You know, yeah, and I mean with summer coming up, like how mm. how easy that'll be, I don't know, but you know say say what you will about tony is the man knows how to put on some fucking dream cards you know which is why like i'm excited for like for something like an all-in which i yeah. you know i guess they've scaled it to seventy thousand seats um and i had to imagine once they start announcing some matches you know like i i think it's pretty it's a pretty safe bet to say osprey is gonna will osprey is gonna be there um again melter has gone so far as to say as much but um yeah i mean you know, you know it's 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 one of those things where you you sort of because of all the the relationships he's built you know he's he, he, and on top of like all the people that are there like you have the yeah. tools to put together some fucking actual like dream card scenarios you know um yeah and Tony Tony is not one to sort of just like no 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 it's cool we're going to we're going to play it safe we'll save that one for a later time like no the, we listen we live in a we live in a world where Orange Cassidy versus Hiroshi Tanahashi you know is a fucking real life possibility of something that can happen just for the sake of like fuck it why not? Let's do <laughs> let's do Kazuchika Okada versus fucking uh, Orange Cassidy. You know, um, hey, if we'll you, get that at Forbidden Door. 
Oh man, that'd be fucking awesome. Oh man, I wish Danhausen was an injury. Danhausen versus Okada. Um just <laughs> silly, you know, just a silly little guy. Um Yeah, no, I mean again, it's uh I don't know, it's just an interesting time in wrestling right now. Especially because so uh this last week on on, on Dynamite you had Don Callis turn um on Kenny Omega, you know, showed up and stuff like that. So now people are saying like, oh, Takeshita is going to be aligned with um with the BCC, you know, and uh, like everyone keeps saying they're going to do like, oh, anarchy in the arena, which is awesome. Last my last year, one of my favorite fucking things ever was anarchy in the arena. Like just being there live for that was fucking insane. Um, you know, but so it's like, it, so if you look at the way these teams are built, you know, you got Brian Mox, Claudio, Yuta, and, you know, right now, let's say Takeshita. Well, on the other yeah. side, you know, you got the Bucks, Kenny, possibly Hangman, and leaves an open spot, you know, <laughs> for, to bring back an old friend, you know, an old friend from a while back. Um, so I think, I mean, listen, I think we're fucking possibly going to get to see, you know, uh, coming over from New Japan, Chase Owens, you know, coming over to to join the team, possibly. Uh and if not him, then hey, maybe you know, maybe you get a uh, old Kota Bushi. I want you know, like I, I wonder if Kota Bushi's doing anything these days. I think that'd be pretty fucking awesome. You know, that five on five match between all those two dudes, between all those five people, like, uh, you know, it'd be interesting. I don't know. No, I mean that's definitely you know the rumors, and uh, you know, speaking of rumors, I you know, there's also the. The thing about them uh, getting like the biggest venue in Boston uh, coming up soon too, so almost uh, makes you wonder if they have an announcement for when they go to Boston. Oh my God! Do you think John Cena? Maybe. I mean, listen, when you talk about you know, like influential, like boss-like characters that draw a lot of money, you know, yeah, a lot of Monet, John, Cena. John Cena, baby. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. No, I, I did see that too. And again, that'd be fucking awesome because, um, I also feel like that women's division too, um, is one that I don't want to say floundering, but like, you know, it, Jamie Hayter, you know, she, she sort of caught on fire. And I think because of, you know, circumstances out of her control, uh, kind of got stuck in like other people's feuds as opposed to like, you know, something of her own, like, you know, yeah. the, 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 the outcast feud she has going on right now, like it's fine, but I really want to, you know, I really want to be seeing her do other stuff and on sort of on her own things. And I definitely think something with like her and Mercedes would be fucking dope. Like that would be fucking really good. Yeah, I mean, you have that like coming off the Taylor Swift feud. Like it's going to be awesome. Like the, for that division, Taylor Swift, or we we're talking with the bad bunny thing. I said, oh, it's like, oh yeah. About how they get, <laughs> how they get fucking Taylor Swift for, for all in. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. Taylor Swift versus fucking Jamie hater. Yeah. That would be fucking, that'd be pretty awesome. Um, yeah. almost as awesome as the possibility of a uh, Roman reigns walking out of Saudi Arabia with four belts. Uh, listen, Dude. I, f I find it, I find it fucking hilarious at this point. And I'm sorry, I've been railing on WD forever now. But this whole thing about we need to get him to, ep to 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 
1,000. The, the special, super special number of 1,000 days as champion, which I believe is like the Saudi Arabia show. So you figure maybe they'll set up something big for that. Uh, and bec- again, because of that, Sammy doesn't get the fucking belt. Uh, Cody doesn't get the belt. Drew didn't get the belt. And now no. instead they have this makeshift tournament of AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins, which I wonder I wonder between SmackDown's AJ Styles and Raw's Seth Rollins, who's going to win this brand new world, Raw World Heavyweight title? Um, you know, and, and yeah. If only knew. If only, yeah, if only we knew. But they're, they're you know, they're instead of having uh, Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa, because the Usos have not been able to do it with, please, God, please. No, get free, free my boys Kevin and Sammy of this of these goddamn Usos. I don't care. I'm I could not give a fuck. Um, but it's gonna be so Roman and Solo Sokoa versus Kevin and Sammy for the tag team titles, and there's a very strong possibility that uh they walk out. You know that Roman and Solo Sokoa, the the two most protected wrestlers. You know, yeah. in WWE, that they walk out of Saudi Arabia uh, with the tag team titles and just the image of four belts on Roman. Like, fuck it. Have him go beat the shit out of Seth, too, and have him get a fifth belt. You know, like, fucking, what's Austin Aries or what's Austin Aries? Austin Theory doing? Have him fucking take the US belt, too. Like, just give him all the belts. It'll be like that picture of uh, 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 Ultimate, Ultimate Dragon. Dragon. Yeah. yeah. Um, I think uh, I think this causes this will be the big riff. Um, Usos causing those two the titles. Well, uh, I don't think he's walking out with all four. Um, <laughs> I just think they're just going to completely ignore it. Um, and who knows? Maybe maybe it's maybe it wasn't the big one thousand day thing like everybody said. Maybe it's just like. Hey, we just sold this company and we just want to keep it on the person that has it. <laughs> so, or maybe they're like, dude, don't worry. Your uncle's movies are going to keep flopping. And once, you know, once, he's, yeah. once he's had enough, uh, you know, we'll definitely come over here and, um, <laughs> you know, you can just sort of wrestle him eventually. It's somewhere. We'll, we'll fucking, yeah. we'll find a place. Um, yeah, I don't know. Again, well, that that's sort of interesting seeing what's going on with that. Um, one thing I did mention to you too before we got on air was uh, Bob Orton, uh, father of one Randall Orton. Uh, he posted yeah. somewhat of a health update on him. Uh, of course, Randy Orton's been out for a while now with like he had, you know he had a back injury. He got a surgery on it. Um, Bob Orton was quoted as saying, "I don't know if uh, he Randy Orton feels like going back." Uh, if he feels like going back or if he feels like he's ready to go back, I think he might. Then again, he's pretty well taken care of. I don't think he needs to. I think the doctors have told him not to. So while not outright saying like, hey, his doctors told him not to fucking, you know, wrestle anymore. Um, he is sort of putting that out there that like his doctors have told him not to, you know, wrestle. And again, this is someone who's been wrestling since he was young. He was like, you know, it was like his early twenties that he's been wrestling, and I got to imagine that falling on your back for that RKO as he has for ever now for 20, twenty for twenty years now. That's probably taken you know um, 
a toll on his back and stuff like that. And um, I've always said it for, you know, Randy Orton is one of these dudes who um, I don't feel it's not, it hasn't been until like as late that he's been getting the appreciation of just how good he is. You know, mm-hmm. like I remember Bret Hart saying like, oh, if I could come back and wrestle anyone, it'd be Randy. Like, like look at his stuff, you know? Um, yeah. Definitely, you know, when it comes to people that have a lot of like, holy shit, like memorable moments, it, 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 to me, Randy is one of those dudes, but also someone you could always count on to have like a solid fucking match. You know, the guy yeah. definitely had his trials and tribulations when he was yeah. younger. You know, if you... uh if you rub them the wrong way, you know, keep your keep your purse away from him because he was known to do a thing or two to, you know, to yeah. to purses and stuff a like that. A bag or two. A bag or yeah. two, yeah. But you know, it's <laughs> he's grown up. You know, he's uh, the father to like a bu- to to a bunch of fucking little Puerto Rican kids. Uh, <laughs> um, I uh, he's just one of those guys. It's like super consistent like it was just everything was clean it's like like efficient i guess is the word to say like it you know it, it may not have been like the most spectacular shit in the world and every once in a while there was like there was i mean there's some fucking crazy ass rkos that he did um and you know just other things but it was like it was just the consistency of it like it was just clean it's like when you hear like you know, you'll see your, it's like kind of like a studio mu- musician, I guess, where it's like, yeah, they're not going to be the one fucking out and you, nobody's, not everybody's going to know who they are. But you, if you look up their resume, like, oh shit, they played on everything that I fucking like. Like, that's what Randy Orton is. Yeah. You know, or, or very much too, like, um, you have what's called uh, character actors. You know, where yeah. it's like you, you like Stephen Root. Stephen Root is someone we were just talking about uh, not too long ago when talking about like uh, Barry. Like you've seen him in everything. He mm-hmm. is in, you know, in, in Get Out, in Office Space, in in True. Like he is just in everything. And when you say the name Stephen Root, you're not going to recognize him the way you do a um, Brad Pitt or Leonardo DiCaprio but it's like if you know you know his work because again like for a while like the RKO out of nowhere meme definitely helped launch Randy into more of a household name but even then I wouldn't say you know compared to your John Cena's The Rock like Stone Cold like he's not not that category of of, of wrestler who you sort of put in those um, you know in that upper echelon that again it's, it's only it's an exclusive fucking club you know, like I wouldn't even put Shawn Michaels in there or like a Triple H. In yeah. there, you know, it's like there's very few. Again, The Rock, Stone Cold. But even like behind behind Flair and Cena, it's Orton is the next one with the most championships. You know, like it's the dude is just he's always there. Yeah. Listen, I was I was there. I was there and live and in living color for the fucking chokehold that John Cena and Randy Orton had. <laughs> on that world title for a solid year where it was just them, only them who were getting the fucking belts back and forth. And they were swapping it like every other month and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, again, I, I, I hope, I hope we haven't seen the last of Randy cause you know, like I, I feel there's, there's more, there's more there to tell, especially now, you know, you have like, uh, Cody, 
you know, a prodigal son returned and didn't really get to do anything with Randy because Randy went out with his injury. Um, yeah. You, you know, you had that RK bro storyline that sort of also floundered because Randy had to go. Um, you know, there's just, there's, you know, there, there's, there's guys for him to work with, you know, there's newer guys yeah. for him to work with and stuff like that. And I mean, listen, Hey, I, you know, this guy's been one of the highest paid guys for the last 20 years. I got, I got to imagine he's got, you know, he's probably fine. You know? Yeah. And you know, I, I'm, I'm sure if, and when he starts to do like the autograph circuit, I got to imagine, you know, there'll be a few people showing up to get a Randy Orton autograph or two, you know, maybe a photo. Yeah. Sure. Um, yeah. So hopefully he's fine. Maybe, then, but maybe a protective sleeve. Yeah. And if you come by the PWT table, only five bucks. Uh, yeah. But yeah, no, ho- ho- hopefully he comes back because again, yeah, it, it would be a shame for, for him not to, um, you know, just like, uh, the wonderful, you know, I, I can name a whole list of people actually that I, I, that I hope come back to, to next week's episode because, you know, much like Randy Orton being gone without them, you know, it's, it's no fun. And of course I'm talking about the wonderful patrons of the show, which, uh, if you want to be included, you know, in one of these patrons, just head on over to patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. Again, as low as five bucks a month, about over about a hundred movie reviews, um, different tiers, different benefits and stuff like that. No, excuse me. And, uh, yeah, I, you know, I have in production some, some fun sort of stickers and other goodies, you know, with, uh, all new sort of branding. There's going to be some some brand new merchandise coming soon. Again, hopefully, uh, either this week or next week. You know, uh, some new merch over at uh, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash pwtcast. Um, but uh, for now, though, you know, I, I need to give a huge shout out to friends of the show, patrons of the show: Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kohlenberg, Joshua Davis, Neil Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe. Who again? You can hear he and I this friday over at uh, scrum family video talking about uh pearl uh the prequel to the movie x um ryan crossley vivian urbina who again you can hear this wednesday my her and myself talking on uh, doing an episode of scrum's detective agency uh anthony torres my godfather jesus shout out jesus shout out jesus uh steve feast rachel sayarto uh little fuck what was it Little Patrick Swayze, uh, Jacob Taus, Lucy Salgado, Lupe Dominguez, the Kings of Sport podcast, and of course, Darren Kissler. Uh, yeah, you know, you can go ahead and sign up over at patreon.com forward slash PWT cast. Drew, what do you guys got going on this week over at uh, the draft pod? Uh, oh, we are, we will be initiating somebody into the Golden Eagles Club. Um, as we have a, a four timer coming in for number five. So, uh, we will be doing best movie cameos, mm. like Kevin Bacon in Guardians Christmas Special. Well, is that a cameo, or I mean, he's like a full-on cast member. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. I guess we'll we'll define that. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. But we'll see. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I, uh... I I'm going to. You know, that just reminds me. I should just every one of my picks should just be a Stanley cameo. Yeah, I mean, you could, you know, especially because it's different characters. They're all played by Stan Lee, but they're all different characters, technically. Yeah, that would be amazing. <laughs> yeah, like it's just your whole Stan Lee, your whole Stan Lee themed team, Stan Lee themed yeah. team. 
Oh, that's a fucking tongue twister. Um, awesome. I'm excited to hear that. I also, it's, I was talking about it uh, at some point, like last week. I forgot where, but it was like, yeah, like Golden Eagles. I'm like, I don't even know how many times I've been on now. I think maybe like yeah. six or seven times. Yeah. Yeah. You've definitely shot up the, you know, last six months for sure. So, um, but there, uh, yeah, I'm trying to think there's, I want to say there's like eight or nine up to this point. Um, actually I'm going to, there's, I'm, I'm actually going to work on a thing where I got to reach out to all the golden Eagles kind of want to do a thing for, uh, social media. So, be on the lookout for that scrump. Perfect. I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, I, again, really all the housekeeping we've, we've pretty much gotten out of the way yeah. and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, again, uh, the Patreon stuff. And then again, next week I'll be, you know, we'll drop it here. You know, the, the untitled music project that, um, yeah. hopefully you guys like, cause again, it, it's music is one of those weird things on here where like, we just, I mean, I get, we could talk about it really, but it's like, it's sometimes it's just, uh, without any real context. And, you know, I don't, I also don't want to have to be like, Oh, it has to be like wrestling themes because it's like, it's the, the fucking wrestling show. Like, yeah, no man. I don't know. Sometimes I just like, you know, sometimes I just want to talk about, uh, you know, it's a 10 year anniversary of chance the rappers acid rap and it's finally available on fucking, you know, Apple music. Um, mm-hmm. sometimes I want to fucking talk about how I think one of the most clever lines are, you know, nightly searches for a bed. And I just came off tour with Troy because he was touring with childish Gambino, you know, like it's, yeah. just, it's one of those things where some, like I want to have those conversations sometimes, or, you know, about how I listen to Freebird and I'm like, yeah, they're talking to me. And when they get to that guitar solo, I'm hopping over in that third lane and going as fast as my car will fucking let me go. <laughs> um, but yeah, hopefully again it turns into something. And I mean, again, I've I've, pl- I've planned plenty of episodes already. Uh, so yeah. uh, if you guys don't like it, then I don't probably keep doing it. I'm sorry, sorry you, guys. You can get out. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I, I saw I, I I reposted it. It should be harder to get a gun than it is to get podcast equipment. But you guys are stuck with me. You guys have stuck around for the last four years. Hopefully, you're on for the next four. And uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, for for the PWT cast this week, you guys, I've been Scrump. I have been Drew. And this is a friend of the show and acting coach, Gene M. Cuso. Just kidding, guys. You're talking to you're gonna you're gonna go hear from a friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast, and so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang bang. <laughs>